Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Let's get Brad Graham on. Maybe he can help us relax. Brad Graham live in Indianapolis at his county combine. Does an unbelievable job covering the 49ers SF Niners podcast at Graham underscore SF. FN on Twitter, Quad Four uh, contributor. Uh, he does it all. He goes to all the games, goes to all the practices. He knows what's going on there. Brad, good morning, man. Long time no talk. I know. It's been a while. Glad to be on with you guys. It's been a while since Allegiant Stadium since we saw each other in that auxiliary press box. Uh, I didn't see you much after the game because we're out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was, that was a tough one. You know, made made the trip down to the, the press conferences after and then uh, just kind of dealt with it, you know, in my own way after after that. Yeah, no, that was tough, Brian. All right, let's get down to business here. John Lynch spoke to the media yesterday, uh, and it's the first time we heard of since their indices presser. Let's start with the defensive coordinator since that spot hasn't been filled up yet. What have you heard about the defensive coordinator? Is it Brandon Staley's job to lose? Are they going to hire somebody within uh, in-house here? What are you hearing about the D.C. job for the 49ers, Brad? So what it sounds like is that the 49ers could be definitely narrowing in on an internal candidate. Nick Sorensen definitely is a guy that, that fits that mold of an internal promotion. Um, we saw them promote um, and replace Adam Peters uh, with two personnel um, guys as well um, that we heard from John Lynch. So it does kind of feel like the 49ers could absolutely uh, turn internally to Sorensen for that. But, you know, Brandon Staley is a name that keeps being mentioned. Um, so it really does feel like it's down to those two. But if I had to put, uh, you know, put my guess to it, I would say that Sorensen right now could be the leader in the clubhouse for that job. So I'm looking at Nick Sorensen here. He was in his first season this past year with the 49ers as a defensive passing game Nichols coach, Nickelback coach. Uh, spent his first year as a defensive assistant, 2022. Uh, okay, all right. So he's a D, he has a DB background, huh? Yeah. I mean, he's spoken of highly within the organization. Um, seems like, you know, he's a former player as well, so he has that pedigree. And, um, you know, the 49ers obviously made the move to let go of Steve Wilkes late in the season. Not a ton of options. I know a lot of people would have loved the idea to see Bill Belichick walk through those doors and be the defensive coordinator. But kind of where it stands right now and, you know, how we want to, the you know, the 49ers want to see some continuity um, within the scheme. It, it does make sense at a certain point to hire within. But, again, I, I still think Brandon Staley could also be an option as well. Right. So defensive back uh, background for Nick Sorensen, which Steve Wilkes had as well. But I, I think – up. Look, I'm going to say it right now, Brad. I don't think it was a great fit. It wasn't at all. I'm not going to sit here and blame Steve Wilkes for what 
went on with the defense, what went wrong with the defense, but he had a defensive back background. I think they had other issues. What's uh, But what does Bosa want? What do these leaders want? Do they want a guy more like D'Amico Ryans, who was a middle linebacker in the NFL and specialized in the front seven? Do they want a guy like Robert Sala, who specialized with the front seven? What do the players want, you think? I mean, that's a great question. I think, honestly, the players just want someone who's going to put them in their best position to be successful. Um, it sounds cliche, but at the end of the day, like it felt like that was part of the disconnect with Steve Wilkes and that defense is it just didn't feel like, just like you said, didn't feel like a fit. And it felt like they, they found themselves out of sorts at times in regards to what they should do in specific situations. So to me, I think it all boils down to just put these guys in the best position to be successful because they have the talent, they have the dogs and just, just unleash them and, and put them in the best position to go after and, and do their job. And I think that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, let them be athletes. Let them fly around, not think, and just play. And you saw them thinking a lot this year. When you talk about the Niners having a first-round pick for the first time in a long time, they're going to take the best available player. But, Brad, who do you see them getting? Do you have any anybody in mind that would, that, that would fall to them for their first-round pick? Yeah, absolutely. I really do think, and I know 49er fans are probably going to cringe at me saying this, but I do think um, Edge could absolutely be in play. There's there's two players that are have been linked to the 49ers. Um, I spoke to Darius Robinson out of Mizzou today. Mm. Um, he had let me know that he met with the San Francisco 49ers. He's a phenomenal Edge player, um, can, can really be a force in setting the edge and being able to rush the passer. And there's also been, uh, you know, some mocks with Chop Robinson and things like that. I know fans want offensive line. And, you know, you know me, I'm a big right. offensive line guy. Um, so I- I'm not opposed to that as either. But I also look at the 49ers defensive line. You have six defensive linemen under contract right now. Um, they typically have 10 to 11 in their rotation. And only three of those six are guaranteed starters. So to me, I look at defensive line as a huge position of need. And what you can find guys like these Darius Robinsons there at that 31, hopefully um, he doesn't boost his stock too much, but that could definitely be an option for them. Um, I know fans want to see guys like Graham Barton out of, out of Duke and other offensive linemen potentially going there. But I do think you can find a little bit better value on offensive linemen later as well, especially if you're going interior offensive line. So for me personally, and and when you're taking into roster construction into account, I I, I do see that the 49ers could very, very well go uh, edge again. I I know it's almost like uh, like a joke amongst 49er fans. The 49ers always take defensive linemen. But I mean, you look at the numbers. You look at who's available. They need offensive or defensive linemen. Yeah. So I, I do think that's a possibility. Brad Graham here on the Morning Russell ninety five seven the game SF Niners podcast. Cron Ford contributor uh, at Graham underscore SFN on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you call it these days. No, I'm with you with the edge rusher. I think they need another edge rusher. Chase Young's probably going to walk, and who knows if Gregory's going to be back? And who the hell knows what's going on with Drake Jackson? I did he even leave Pittsburgh after week one. I didn't know if he left Pittsburgh. I haven't heard from since, Brad. I'm not trying to knock the young man, but I'm there with you. Let me ask you about Brandon Ayuk, though. John Lynch spoke about Brandon Ayuk uh, maybe extended. The 49ers have been good with that. 
taking care of their own players, guys they draft, keeping them in house and extending them. What's the what's the uh, what's your gut telling you about Brandon Ayuk here this offseason? Well, it was encouraging to hear you know John Lynch speak. Obviously, they're not going to get into too uh, much details sharing this with the press. You know, it's a ongoing negotiation. We do know Brandon Ayuk um, is under contract next year. They picked up his fifth year option but they want to get him extended. Um, at least that's what we're hearing, you know, from, from John Lynch. And so that's a good sign. It sounds like, you know, they're saying the right things. Um, we do know, though, this is the NFL. Anything can happen, and there's a lot of things that I think need to get ironed out before that does happen. But I think at the end of the day, when you look at what Brandon Ayuk wants, you look at what John Lynch and the 49ers want, I think there's a path forward to make that work. Um, but as you know, it takes both sides to be able to push that forward. So at least what we heard from John Lynch is that it does sound very optimistic that he wants Brandon Ayuk on the San Francisco 49ers for a long time. And I believe Brandon Ayuk wants to be a 49er as well. But just like I said, there there's certain things that need to be crossed or bridged um, in order for that to happen. And and uh, we'll see if, if that actually does happen here in the future. Brad, do you want um, Brock Purdy to be a 49er for a long time? Because Bonte brings his A-game every day. Like He's always got energy. He's fantastic at what he does. But we started talking about Brock Purdy today, and he took – it was like four shots of espresso, like like injected into his veins, and he turned it up a notch talking about – Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Brock Purdy, and we were kind of speculating, and he asked me this question, so I'm going to pose it to you. Would you lock up Brock Purdy for a long time right now? I know you don't have to, but just hypothetically speaking, is he your guy for for the future? I mean, hypothetically, and just looking at it from my perspective of how I viewed the 49ers for a long time, Brock Purdy is the first stable quarterback that we've had in, it feels like, forever. So for me and understanding that Brock Purdy just, you know, put in his first full year as a starter, um, was first in a ton of major statistical categories, was an MVP running. We understand he's got a lot of weapons and he's in a great system. We know all those talking points, but he also did a lot of great things himself. And I think one of the positives, you know, I was talking, you know, with my buddy Jason Aponte, you know, friend of the show as well. Um, we uh, were talking about, like, man, there's a lot of conversation about the Super Bowl, but it doesn't feel like Brock is one of those, which is pretty 
crazy considering yeah. Brock was the leading topic for the majority of the season, not only in the 49ers space, but across the league. So I think that's, again, another good sign for just Brock as being consistent, uh, a guy who you don't have to worry about. And that's that's what it feels like John Lynch feels. Like when he was speaking to the media yesterday, it just feels like they feel that they have a guy, right. and now they can build around that guy. They don't have to keep searching, keep looking, keep trying to determine who that guy is going to be. They believe in Brock. Um, so for me, that that's kind of where I'm at. I, I feel the same way. I feel like, all right, now it's time to go maybe get some secondary help, get another cornerback, get some more defensive linemen, some depth at linebackers, some tight ends. You know, let's Let's look and see how we can build this roster – to keep competing for Super Bowls and hopefully win that elusive sixth ring. But I do feel like Brock provides a a stability to the position that we haven't seen in so long. So for me, obviously, there's going to be a conversation about how much, which is going to change the dynamic a little bit. But if you just had to say lock in Brock and that's your guy and you now build a team around him, I'm all for that. Stable. Stable is the adjective. What do you think about that, Bondi? Not special, but stable. You think you can oh, build I on agree. stable? I, I I love stable. I still love stability. But gotta remember, we also thought we're going to be stable. With Kyle Kaepernick for a second, and then Jimmy Garoppolo, and then Trey Lance. But but, but, but let me ask you this: Were Brad. they stable though? I mean, Jimmy, had a hell of a that, run. Brad never that used stable. That yeah, that was volatile. Brad that, never that, used that, stable with Jimmy that, G. That, G yeah, ever. No, 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 that was volatile. That was not volatile. And Shanahan made it known that it was volatile. But at one point, Kaepernick did lead this team to back-to-back NFC Championship games. We thought we had a quarterback for the next ten years. But let me ask you this, Brad, because I, I I like Brock, and a lot of people think I hate Brock or whatever. I'm just look. I'm assessing the quarterback situation the way the 49er fans do every single year. What happens? Because I don't see it happening with the weapons that they have. But if it does happen, what if he does regress? What if he does? We know Shanahan. We know Shanahan. He could flip in a heartbeat, man. You know you know about Shanahan and patience. Those two words don't go together. So what happens if he does regress? Well, I think if, like, let's say Brock does take a substantial step backwards, obviously the 49ers have him next year still on his rookie deal. So that will all play into those conversations where I do think, you know, they would open up uh, the possibility. I think one of the things that the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan have proven is that they, they can love a guy, but they will also consistently look to improve at every single position. And if something happens where Brock takes a massive regression, sure. I, I think that's fair. Like, you have to assess every position, and especially when you're about to pay a guy potentially upwards to $30, $40 million right. per year, or maybe even more. Of course, you're going to have those conversations. So that makes sense. So, in that hypothetical world of Brock regressing, of course, my belief is Brock is going to improve, and I think he's going to continue to take steps forward as he has his first full offseason as a starter where he's not rehabbing and just trying to be available. Mm-hmm. He can now, you know, take his time, regroup, retool, relearn things that he struggled with. I still think he, there's there's levels to Brock where he can get even better. Uh, but again, yeah. What level is that? Over. Is it is it vertical passing? Is it improv? I think he did a great job of improv. He got times at the Super Bowl. Is it the vertical passing that you think he can improve at? 
I think I think he showed that he he was quality in the the fertile vertical passing game. I think he's led the league and mm-hmm. uh, throws downfield um, beyond a certain mark. But um, yeah, I think just bringing it all together, you know, tying it all together. I mean, he already played at right. an extremely efficient level. I think the next thing in his game and his book is creating out of structure. We already know he can do that, right. but kind of taking it to another level. And, you know, I think probably the conversation that you're having is looking at Patrick Mahomes do all these crazy things, and you're just like, damn, at a certain point, right. would love to have that for the 49ers. I do think Brock is capable of that. Yeah. So I think that's like the next level where he gains, gains even more comfortability. We know he can make the throws. We know he can make the reads. It's now like taking that next step of yeah. really being able to ad-lib and, and put the team on his back when things start breaking down, and I do think he's capable of doing that. Now, you know what? It was impressive in that Super Bowl. He didn't look overwhelmed. I'll say it about that. Like, the bright lights came on. He came down the field, and boom, boom, boom. Spag said, look, we had to get out our zone defense, man, because he was carving us up there. So that's right. on Brock. Uh, real quick here, who's the most likely cap casualty this coming, upcoming offseason? Niners, right now, what do they have, like $6 million available in cap space? I know there's going to be a cap spike. Uh, Brendan Ayuk may get an extension, which will lower their cap number. They obviously free up some money here. So who's going to be a cap cause to a year by? What are you hearing around there in Indianapolis about the Niners? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I know there's been a lot of conversation online about potential guys who could be cap candidate, right? you know, casualties due to the cap. Um, but honestly, I haven't really been hearing anything. And, you know, just taking a look at it, like with the spike, getting the $30 million additional in cap, that obviously allows them the flexibility. And if they're signing Brandon Ayuk, they're creating more cap space. So, you know, I, I honestly, I don't have a good answer. I don't want to just, you know, right. give you a name. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't really have a, a, a great answer of like, oh, this guy might be right. on the out just due to money. Um, because when you look across the entire roster, you got your studs that are paid at the, the premier positions. They all look to be back. I, I don't see guys like Juice getting cut or Greenlaw mm-hmm. getting cut or any of those things happening. Um, so yeah, that I'm was silly. I heard some of that. I, I don't know where that came from, where Juice or Greenlaw is going to get cut. That sounded stupid to me. That was very, very irresponsible. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I didn't. I try to stay away from my line, Brad. I'm not going to. I'm sorry. I'm keeping it. You know me, Brad. I keep it real, man. I saw some of that I stuff. I said, it. you know what? I'm logging off of Twitter. I you, yeah, I, 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 I had to mute the word 49er for a while after the Super Bowl <laughs> because I was like, oh, here comes this silly stuff here. I, I guess we can see some restructuring here with some of these deals. But no, that, that's fair, Brad. I, I wanted to throw that at you because I know a lot of things are happening in Indianapolis. Tell us what it's like before we get you out of here because uh, we are up against it. What is? Because I've never been to the combine out there uh, in Indianapolis. I heard it's a great time. Tell us what it's like to cover the combine, see these players work out from college, whether it's wide receivers, quarterbacks, offensive linemen, guys hitting the weights. And then, of course, I hear the bar scene is great. What is it like covering the NFL combine, Brad? <laughs> oh, man, dude, it, it's phenomenal. Like, it, obviously, you know, Bonte, you and I, like, we're, we're football nerds, man. Right. Like, we geek out about this stuff. So, like, you know, as long as you're fine with running off two to three hours sleep, like this is the, <laughs> such a phenomenal event because you get to get face-to-face time. Coaches, GMs yesterday, today, we're talking to defensive line. We're going to be able to talk to every single position group. So you mm-hmm. get that face-to-face. And then we're going to be doing field drills. 
um, throughout the rest of the week. But again, you talked about the the, the night the nightclub scene. <laughs> I heard it gets crazy. Um, it's, <laughs> it's legitimately insane. I remember I walked into the steakhouse the first time I I, I ventured out into that world. I walked through the door. I looked to my right. I lock eyes with Mike Tomlin. First person I see, I'm like, oh, that's the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach, wow. Mike Tomlin. Wow. And then there's Mike McDaniel and Adam Peters and Jerry Jones. And it's just like, oh, there's Albert Breer. There's, you know, Ian Rappaport. Like, they're, it's crazy, dude. They're like, NFL players, it's wild. Like, it is really, really wild. It's like, and of course, you know, everyone's just, we're all normal people. Mm-hmm. They might have big time jobs and they're in the spotlight and all that other stuff. But it's like you get around them. It's like these are normal people, man. So it's really just an awesome experience, you know. If if you really love football like that, to be able to evaluate, you know, do the interviews, the networking, uh, and just being around a ton of like-minded individuals who just want to talk ball, be around ball, um, it, it's great. Like it, yeah. it really is because you know me, I'm I'm just a total right. football nerd. You so you get me yep. out here. And I'm just, I'm geeking out, having a, the time of my life, man. No, the combine was made for guys like you, Brad. I, I used to be, like, <laughs> I, I've kind of tapered down a little bit due to my Warriors duties, but I, I just of remember course. being at home watching the combine every single drill 40 times. The 225 bench press, you know, cold drills, shuttle drills, guys throwing the football. Like, I, I love the water wall coverage of the NFL, com, NFL combine out there in Indianapolis, man. I got to get there one day. That's on my bucket list. But, oh, you, you, know, you got to get out here, Bonte. You, no you won't regret it. No, maybe NBC will fire me one day and they'll give me some time off. Hopefully that doesn't happen anytime <laughs> soon. But, Brad, Graham, you're always good to us, man. Give up the great work, man. It's been far too long since we had you on the show. We'll continue to follow your work. And thanks for sending some light on what's going on with the 49ers and John Lynch at the combine. Bye, man. Keep up the good work, Brad. Be safe out there in Indy. Of course. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. Brad Graham, SF Niners podcast. Of course, he is good. Uh, at Graham underscore SFN on Twitter. Um, a lot of perspective there. Like, whoever's... Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.